0: This is BBC Radio 4 We present I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton.
1: Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second visit to the London Coliseum, the home of English National Opera. This fine theatre is found on St. Martin's Lane, nestling between the districts of Soho and Covent Garden. Just around the corner is Long Acre, home to the headquarters of the National Association of Secondhand Car Dealers, (laughs) who claim a membership of 25,000, although the true figure is probably more than twice that. (laughs) On the far side of Covent Garden is Bow Street, home of the famous Bow Street Runners, which from 1749 to 1829 won every year's best string bean display. <laughs> but a short walk from here is the National Portrait Gallery, which has recently courted controversy with several avant garde works, including a less than flattering portrait of Richard Branson. The virgin boss has huge yellow teeth, great puffy red lips, and leers menacingly through green eyes under bushy brows. And the picture tries to convey this. (laughs) But a stone's throw away is Trafalgar Square, where every December is erected a huge Christmas tree sent by the people of Norway, who also send funds to provide workmen who spend the other 11 months picking needles out of the pigeons. <laughs> Along the strand is Coots Bank, who have for generations handled the finances of the royal family. As a young girl of seven, Queen Elizabeth was visited by the manager of Coots to discuss a small loan, and after chatting with him she duly agreed to let him have one. Alongside St. Paul's Church, Covent Garden was created the Avenue of the Stars, with plaques commemorating the names of the top 500 most famous British actors and performers. Let's meet numbers 501 to 504. <laughs> on my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. And on my right, Tim Brooke Taylor and Stephen Fry. And, please welcome a lovely lady who's been scoring professionally for as long as any of us can manage. (laughs) It's, It's the delightful Samantha. Okay, we begin with an educational round this week called Uxbridge English Dictionary. There are those who are ignorant of the difference in meaning between apparently similar terms. For example, there's often confusion about murals and frescoes. Well, those of us who studied classical architecture know that murals are images or representations painted in water or oil-based media directly onto the porous plaster of specifically walls and porticos. Whereas frescoes is where I get my potatoes. <laughs> However, words are constantly changing their meaning, so I'd like the teams to share any new definitions they may have spotted recently. Barry, would you care to start, please?
0: Dialogue. An awful piece of wood. (laughs) Stephen. Goodie bag. Jade's mother.
1: (laughs) Pin. Cacti. Rubbish netware.
0: Laburnum, a French barbecue Quietus Interruptus, Deck Games on the Titanic <laughs> Mem Saab, the same Swedish car
1: <laughs> King's Cross Station a royal lobster.
0: <laughs> Artistry. History of art. <laughs> Dictating <laughs> leaking milk from an unusual place. Elevans <laughs> is a Welsh bullfighting family. measles measles uh, what artists use for self portraits <laughs> undeterred a skid mark <laughs> go turd <laughs> Exclamation, while flushing. <laughs> uh, Scar tissue. Uh, problem, <laughs> uh, attaching a DVD to the television.
1: The teams are going to perform mimes for us now in the round called Sound Charades. This is based on the old TV favourite Give Us a Clue, in which the players had to mime titles of films or TV shows against the clock. The actors were in total silence while the audience enjoyed themselves noisily. The team's version is a subtle and yet complete reversal of that. <laughs> the undisputed master who "Give us a clue was Lionel Blair, who could mime virtually any TV or radio programme. Lionel still does demonstration events and recently guested it at the multi-faith conference, improvising his mime of thought for the day. Eyes were out on stalks as he started his impressions of the lesser-known presenters before Lionel blew the Bishop of Bath and Wells and the Chief Rabbi. <laughs> Tim and Stephen, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. For listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham, and off you go, Tim and Stephen. It's three words,
0: and it's a film, and it goes like this. Oh, do come in, Tim. Oh, There's so many people I want to introduce oh, you really? to. Yeah,
1: I'm yeah. oh, fabulous. Uh, who's that lovely woman pulling her stockings down? <laughs> yeah,
0: well, she's busy seducing a young graduate. Now, here's someone. <laughs> here's someone I know you'll like. Oh, well, what do you do, sir? Ah, ask the family. We're all here. <laughs> Would that it were. Have a plump. Have a plump, Mr. Chichester. Have a plump. <laughs> And an extra point for being
1: so clever.
0: <laughs> Which brings us to the end of the competition on this occasion. <laughs> Circumbobulate. I think I will. What's, um, what's this lovely drink? What's, what's that? Oh, it's, it's lemon barley water. Really? Mm. I think you've got a little bit too much water in it. You are the weakest drink. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Robinson must be way off course. A family of Robinsons. And I think you were being introduced to them all, weren't you? Yes, yes. Meet the family. (laughs) (laughs) Or indeed, meet the Robinsons.
1: The final title is being displayed for you, Barry and Graham, and here once more is the mystery voice for listeners at home. The History of Mr. Polly.
0: The history of Mr. Polly. Well, right, it's five words. Five words. Five words. It's uh, book, book, film, TV, musical, basic of a musical. Yeah, it's, the lot. The it's lot. been the lot yeah. Right. Here we are. Right. What was the date of the Battle of Hastings?
2: Ten sixty six. <laughs>
0: You're nodding, but we'll continue. What year did Queen Victoria come to the throne? 1066. When did World War II break out? 1066. Oh, shut up. The end. <laughs>
1: Oh, how I miss Budgie. Uh. (laughs) I think we might know this one. Or we've got to tease it out.
0: It's not the parrots of the Caribbean, is it? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I like to think it is. (laughs) Oh, come on. All right. Come on, Tim. You tell him.
1: I don't know how many it's three. Is it the history of Mr. Polly?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, that really livened me up. (laughs) You can't beat a short nap at this time of day. (laughs) The next game is called Word for Word, and it's a word game. This is is, uh, the game in which each team takes it in turn to exchange a random series of meaningless words. So it's a bit like In Our Time, but without the stupid hairstyle. The object here is to prevent the opposing team from being able to make any logical connection and we'd like to thank Virgin Train's timetable department for their kind help (laughs) in the making of this programme. Tim and Stephen, you should start exchanging unrelated words while Barry and Graham should listen carefully and challenge to take over if they detect a connection. Off you go, Tim and Stephen. Crumpet. Vestige. Mandolin.
0: Blubber. Molest, flaunting,
1: M- marsupial. from <laughs> Graham.
0: Yes, uh, marsupial flaunting is, is one of the things that they do on the uh, uh, Sydney's Gay Pride Parade, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's only right. Yeah, yes, he is right. M- your marsupials. Imposing pouches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some of them are very imposing pouches. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Joey in your pouch, or are you just pleased to see me?
1: <laughs> so carry on, Graham and Barry.
0: Oh, right. Wallet. Didactic. Note. Follicle. Cartoon. Geriatric. Pedalo. Hologram.
1: Tim. Flintoff got an hat trick, and then he was found out on a pedalo. (laughs) (laughs) And then, Tim and Steve, you carry on, please.
0: Ardent,
1: butterfly,
0: penetrative,
1: manganese,
0: Bluetooth, buttock. There's almost nothing that isn't connected to buttocks. That's the wrong story. (laughs)
1: Graham, your challenge.
0: Yes, Bluetooth Buttock was a famous
1: pirate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He roamed the Spanish main. He used to be a rear admiral. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He he, he invented the Jolly
1: Roger. (laughs) Graham, pick it up.
0: Oh, right. Um, Harrow, incestuous, tractor, jocular, spade, kangaroo.
1: Spade, (laughs) kangaroo. All the jump taken out of them, basically. (laughs) Right, it's now time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. First, I noticed from the huge number of cards that arrived this week, that those warnings to post early for Christmas are finally paying off. (laughs) And we've received a letter from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Mr. Ronaldo, You must have been bowled over by your Player of the Year trophy, even though it clearly never touched you. Kind regards, Mrs. Trellis. Okay, on with the game, teams, and today you'll be pitting your wits against a computer, as we've been offered the chance to road test the latest, most sophisticated Mornington Crescent software, yet to emerge from Silicon Valley. Her name is Electra, and she's she's currently running Mortimer's Variation, version 3.
0: Variation 3? Version Version. 3. There is a variation.
1: Mortimer's Variation, version 3. Variation yes. version. I know it's difficult yeah. though, because they yeah. both <laughs> both words begin with V. <laughs> but that's what it's. Oh start somebody. Shall, I, uh, Jim, shall Jim. I shall I start the software, Humph? Hmm? Oh. Yep. Hoban Viaduct.
0: Oh, oh. uh Rather Parsons Green. That's good, isn't it? Parsons Green. Yeah. Um Piccadilly.
2: Buckingham Palace Road. <laughs> um
1: Ravenscourt Park.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totteridge. Yes. Um uh, West Hampstead?
2: West. Is it my go? No, no, no. no.
0: <laughs> Not Sorry, yet. Sorry,
2: I shouldn't have said that.
0: No, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, uh, yes, uh, Toddridge and Whetstone. Um, oh, nice, nice yeah. one. Yeah, now it's, uh, go no, it's on. your go.
2: go on. Hang on, I'm thinking. <laughs> Tottenham Court Road.
0: Oh, no, right. Damn, Damn that, that is actually... Don't patronise me. Sorry.
1: <laughs> is it me? Yeah, I yeah. Think it is. Sounds like me. Cheap
0: Definitely you. That's very you, that cheap Hackney Central.
2: <laughs> I invoke Mortimer's shift and pass to Camden Parkway.
0: Oh!
1: You little bitch. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's more well she's done a mortar. But who's who follows that? Oh one? gospel oak.
1: Yeah,
2: good. I oh Steven Gospel yeah. You're so clever, Steven. <laughs> Stevie baby. <laughs> Stephen, we computers have always seen you as one of us. <laughs> My Stevie Weevy <laughs>
0: Mm, I feel the same way. <laughs> if only you weren't Windows if ah, you were a Mac God <laughs> Dirty A dirty, dirty Mac, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um London Bridge. Oh whoa, whoa, whoa. You
2: bastard. <laughs> Forest Gate. Forest Gate.
0: Oh, it's okay, that's to barry. Uh, Is it Tim? It's to barry or Bromley
1: by bow?
0: Canon Street. Uh, so that takes me Oh look,
2: isn't that Barry Cryer? I've not previously seen him in colour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I've got to go to Dollis Hill.
2: You're so clever, Stevie. No, <laughs> My Stevie Weeby.
0: <laughs> Baby. Um. Clapham Common.
2: More. Morn. Morning. Morning. Shepherd's Bush. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: P- Platt's Lane. Platt's Lane.
0: Platt's Lane. Lane. Yeah. Oh. oh. Finchley Road and Frognal. Knight to Bishop for <laughs> you spill water on it or something. <laughs> it's um, Baron's Court, Earl's Court, Mornington Crescent. Yeah! Oh! Oh. Oh. They'll never be just, not machines, now.
1: No. Never. Stevie baby. Oh. <laughs> Our next round takes as its subject the art of love and romance. Now normally I don't approve of the team's prizing fun out of such a subject. Making love isn't something to be mocked. It's the most tender, beautiful act that money can buy. But every beautiful romance must begin with an opening line from one potential partner or the others. Mm. (laughs) As we're at the London Coliseum today, the teams are going to suggest chat-up lines tailored to suit the world of opera. And Barry, you can start.
0: I'm a Dutchman, fly me. (laughs) (laughs) They tell me you'll do anything for a tenor.
1: (laughs) How's the... I was, uh, I was about a quick Fidelio around the back of the ring cycle sheds.
0: <laughs> I call it the magic flute. <laughs> I'm what they call a smooth operetta. <laughs> My God. motto, if she wants to wriggle later.
1: <laughs> Fancy a quick gluck.
3: <laughs> Before the fat lady sings,
0: <laughs> I love a good man on. You'll find I'm more fun than Tristan, and he's older. Well, <laughs> it's the turn of the screw, surely.
2: You're so clever, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I may be small, but I'm cheerful. I'm low and grin.
1: <laughs> I bet you've
0: got a cosy Tutti.
2: <laughs> Warren Street.
0: Wagner's plots are very complicated. Let me take you through the ring.
1: It's music time again. With Swanee Kazoo. This is where the team's duet to combine the soothing glissando of the Swanee whistle with the chirpy rasp of the kazoo. What was once a most unlikely pairing, Swanee and Kazoo, now go together as naturally as P's and Q's, or ladies in lavatories. (laughs) (laughs) Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell. Listeners may be interested to learn that Colin is often referred to as another little Richard. <laughs> what a cruel thing is rhyming slang. <laughs> Tim and Stephen, you can start now, and I'd like you to provide us with the rendition of Goodness Gracious Me to feature Stephen Fry on the kazoo oh, yes. and Tim Brooke Taylor on the swanny whistle. Okay Now, Barry and Graham, I'd like you to provide us with the rendition of It Don't Mean a Thing If It Ain't Got That Swing to feature Barry Cryer on the kazoo and Graham Garden on the swanny whistle. it's very nearly the end of the show but it's just time to squeeze it <laughs> just time to squeeze in a round of learner driver's film club <laughs> samantha has to nip out now to meet her new gentleman friend who's been giving her driving lessons sadly samantha has scratched his paintwork and put a few dents in his car that they need to repair so while samantha gets stripping he'll be knocking one out okay teams your suggestions please of films likely to be popular with an audience of learner drivers
0: low bridge (laughs) over the river (laughs) quai the break fast club (laughs) gone with the windscreen
1: (laughs) fried green tomatoes at the emergency stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) they died with their boots open White men can't jump the lights. (laughs) The good, the bad and the Skoda. (laughs) The pelican crossing brief. (laughs) Indiana Jones and the raiders of the lost Skoda. (laughs) Stop or my mum will shoot forwards. (laughs) The Maltese Skoda. Bring me the headlight, Alfredo Garcia. A Skoda for all seasons. The Passion of the Christ! Forest Sump. start key and
1: clutch. <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen, as the ink cartridge of time is rammed into the printer of destiny <laughs> and the printer finds he can't sit down... And <laughs>
3: <laughs> I notice
1: this is the end of the show, so from the team, Samantha, myself, and our fine audience at the London Coliseum, it's goodbye.
0: Timbrook Taylor, Barry Cryer, Graham Gardner, and Stephen Fry were been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs> Well, I think that's the first time I've heard a computer completely upstage everyone. And Humph and the teams will be back virtually at any rate on Sunday at midday and again next Monday evening at 6.30.